Parents, this week's episode is highlighting a very unique and important component of Prestonwood Christian Academy. We call it Minimester, and it's the week that PCA students and faculty are spread out literally across the globe, sharing the good news about Jesus Christ and ministering to the needs of others. From right here in Dallas to places as far away as Uganda, Africa, or the Amazon River in Brazil, South America. I'll be honest, when I first started working at PCA 17 years ago, I didn't fully appreciate Minimester. But after listening to the stories from students and staff alike, seeing and hearing God work in and through their lives on these trips, and then actually going on some of the trips myself, today I appreciate the incredible impact that Minimester has on the life of our PCA community. And I wanted you as parents to share in this appreciation. So we're gonna have a few students share some aspects of their trips with you. And if you wanna hear more about all the different trips and the student testimonies from Minimester Week, I'll put links in the show notes for two ways that you can hear more. The first will be from our PCA Campus Ministry page that features all of our weekly chapels. The upper school chapel following Minimester Week always features student testimonies from the various trips, so you can watch that chapel. Or you can watch the PCA faculty culture meeting where testimonies from several of the trips were featured. But for this time, let's dive into hearing from some PCA students about their mini-muster trip. Okay, this is Caitlin Teague. You are a sophomore here at PCA. So, um, Caitlin, tell me about which trip you went on and what you thought about the trip that you were on for mini-muster. Yeah, so I went to the Northwest Arkansas trip, and that was a really cool, fun experience because I grew up in lower school watching all of the little older kids going on mini-muster, and so I always wanted to go on a trip and kind of be the hands and feet of Jesus. And when we got there... We got to work with the 479 Feed the 479 Ministry, and that was a very cool experience because you literally got to see people be the hands and feet of Jesus because they served people that were homeless or didn't have resources to get food, and then we actually, on the last day, got to meet those people. And so it was really cool to kind of bring a smile to their face and encourage them, and you could really tell that it was making their day when they got to meet these people at this ministry and it was just a really fun good experience bonding with other people, people yeah how, how many people went on the trip with you it was about 16 people it was okay. mainly sophomores yeah it very was, was a very very cool experience. now northwest arkansas was a new trip we hadn't done that mm-hmm. one before yes so did it seem like all your time was filled with things that were interesting and fun to do oh yeah okay. we had lots of cool experiences like going to devil's den and doing like a little hike at sunset and then going to the Crystal Bridges Museum with a lot of interesting art. And so it was a really fun trip because we got to serve, but we also kind of got to explore the area a little bit, which was really nice. Yeah. Now, um, University of Arkansas, mm-hmm. right, is there. Did you get to see that as well? We did. We got to tour the University of Arkansas mm-hmm. and then go to a basketball game that same night and then also tour John Brown University. And mm-hmm. so that was really two good experiences of kind of what college looks like. For those types of areas. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, in thinking about mini-master trips just as a, as a high school student mm-hmm. now, um, you know, the, the difference between domestic and international, mm-hmm. um, this was a domestic trip. It was, um, yes. there, You know, we had to cut back on our international trips just mm-hmm. a little bit because of COVID and kind of getting back into it. Um, are you thinking ahead in terms of like what kind of trips you'd like to do your junior and senior year? And what yeah. are you thinking about? I have always wanted to go on at least one international trip, and so I'm hoping maybe next year, even senior year, go to Uganda or Mexico. Mm -hmm. I've always kind of had a heart for people in Mexico and that place, specifically an orphanage that we visit there. 
And so, yeah, I'm really excited to see what I'll do in the next couple of years. Now, how long have you been at PCA? I've been at PCA since I was in kindergarten, okay. so quite a long time. Do you remember um, the students coming back and talking to you about Minimaster? I what do. was that like? I do. It was always really cool because I remember they would come see us. We would be praying for them all week. And then when they got back, we got to hear their testimonies. And it was really kind of like a full circle moment mm. when I got to like go see the lower school kids that had been praying for our trip. And that was just a really cool moment because I got to see kind of where it all fit together. Yeah, that's neat. And now you get to do that because yes. today you're going over to the lower school chapel mm -hmm. and talking to the students and thanking the classrooms that, you know, donated things for you and, and things like that. So that'll yeah. be kind of a fun experience for you. Mm -hmm. So Northwest Arkansas, and you had a good trip, got to work with the 479 ministry, yes. got to do some homeless ministry, and you also had some fun along the way. Mm -hmm. So great job. Caitlin, yeah. thanks for your time. All right, we've got Lowry DeVore with us. Um, Lowry's a senior. Um, and so, Lowry, um, say hi to the parents and tell us what trip you went on. Hello, everyone. I'm Lowry. And the trip I got to go on this past few weeks was Uganda. And I was in Uganda, Africa. Okay. As, uh, we have um, several international trips. Uh, this year we had to do a lot of domestic trips. Um, but you've been on an international trip before this as well. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us what that one was first before we get into Uganda. Um, so my sophomore year before COVID happened, I was able to go to Prague and some cities in Austria, and that was super cool because I never, it was always a place I always wanted to go to, but I never thought I would be able to. And so getting to go there and do service and just see the city was super cool, especially for a sophomore before yeah. kind of everything went yeah. crazy. a lot <laughs> of history yes. in, that, in that city. Um, interesting, um, the mini mustard trips, some are um, ministry oriented, mm -hmm. some are just educational. Um, was Prague um, heavy on the ministry, or was it more the historical educational part? Um, we did some ministry in a school in Prague. It mm -hmm. was a small Christian school, but the rest of it, like when we went to Austria, it was mainly just like getting to see the city and just kind of hang out for a little bit. So, yeah. So cool. Okay, so now tell us about Uganda this year. How was that? It was incredible. It was, if someone were to ask me to go on a 24-hour travel day, I would say yes, even though... It was crazy and hectic, but I would Wait, what, go back a, in a heartbeat. A 24-hour travel day? And that just what included, happened? that's just how long we were on the plane. So we had to drive to Austin the night before we were supposed to leave because our flight got canceled. Oh. And so we left Austin at like 4 a.m. to go to Minneapolis. We almost missed our flight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So your flight out of Dallas, which should be an easy hop on DFW, fly yep. to wherever, got canceled. You had to drive to Austin mm -hmm. and catch a flight there. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was so crazy. Little little nerve-wracking? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there was a minute there where I was like, there's no way this is happening. Yeah. But, God willing, we made it. Yay. Some, somehow, we did. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. So you made it to Uganda, you, you check, <laughs> checked in, and you grabbed some sleep. And then what was that week like? Um. So... It was just every day was just something new. We didn't, like, I knew what kind of service. We worked a lot with, like, kids' ministries and, like, handing out food and clothes and all that stuff. But it was every day brought its new challenges. But every day, like, that is what made it exciting. Yeah. So our first day, for example, I was in charge. We had different stations, and I was in charge of being at the gospel station, which is where people just come sit down and you just share the gospel. How neat. And... We were told that we had rented a community center, but a community center in the slums of Africa is not what it's we would think a, a community center right? is. Yes. So it was a room about as big as a classroom with okay. no windows. It was all like brick. 
and no air conditioning, no nothing. The only source of light was like a little cutout for the door. There wasn't even a door. And it was super small and like super hot. And we were just kind of like, well, this is, we're just going to have to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because at the beginning of that day, Miss Finkelstein, who was our incredible leader, would, told us that at most she'd served at this location was 200. We had 600 people oh my there. <laughs> so it was wow. crazy, but it was so interesting to see. I think I was there for like three hours talking to people. I didn't even realize. I thought it would have been like 45 minutes. And then they were like, are you okay? Like you've been doing that for three hours. But it was just people just coming so cool. to sit in front of you and getting to talk to them about the gospel. And some of them, like the first guy I talked to was an 86-year-old Muslim. And so he, and he didn't speak any English. I had a translator. And so getting to talk to him and share the gospel story was something that was like insane, but it kind of is because that was our first day and that was the first gospel conversation I had. I was just like, all right, Lord, you're just kind of throwing me in uh, the midst of it. But it was incredible. And then he asked me some questions like, what make what do you how do you know like Christianity is true mm-hmm. and all this stuff and it truly like I wouldn't have been able to answer those questions if it wasn't for PCA mm-hmm. and the apologetics and the theology and all that stuff and like that is what made me realize like how blessed we are to be here and get to talk about Jesus in our everyday education because I wouldn't have been able to have that special moment um, if I didn't know like the why I believe what I believe, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, but you take all that classroom learning and you actually put it out there in the field and you make it happen and exactly. have those conversations. That was neat. Any other conversations you had that you thought were pretty interesting? Um, one day, it was, I think, maybe our last day in, like, the city, the city which mm-hmm. is, we were in Kampala a lot, um, and we were in this school called Wakiso, and we went to their chapel service and already like every student I encountered who was like my age was so on fire for the Lord and they had nothing and this one uh experience kind of solidified that so they had a chapel service and Mr. Seal was there with us who's incredible and he was going to give a message but Miss Finkelstein asked me before he went up just to like spur of the moment just give like two to three minutes of advice to the students so I went up there and I talked about Ephesians 3 which is and there's one section in there which is called a prayer for spiritual strength and I talked about that and talked about how the people of Uganda showed me what it meant to be spiritually strong and I you know I introduced myself and then when we left I heard these four girls like come up to me and they're like hi Lowry like scared to talk to me like I was some celebrity or something (laughs) And they were asking me all these questions about what I said. And again, I talked for like maybe two minutes and Mm -hmm. it wasn't even that big of a thing. But I looked down and they had the writing like notes all over the palms of their hands because they didn't have like journals or anything. Um, So that was just so incredible to see like people who are so willing to take in everything they can that they're willing to like write on their hands when they don't have journals. And they had like the scripture reference down and asked me what it was so they could go home and read it that night like it was amazing because I know like for me like if I forget to bring my journal to church or chapel (laughs) like I just like sit and listen I don't really uh write on my hands and it's the fact that they were willing to like really just soak up everything me and Mr. Seal were saying and like that was just really because I've never seen anything like that before especially for me because I have never like talked to a crowd like that and to see people like really listening because they they didn't have to listen I was just some random white kid who had showed up like but the fact that they did was just truly like incredible so how do you think that experience kind of changed you coming back 
Like if you walked back in, I mean, you know, we we get spring break, and so you kind of, you know, you come back after that huge trip, and you get a little time to kind of digest. But then yeah. you, you know, you walk back into school, and like everything else is normal, as if you've never been to Uganda before. But you're not. You're a little different. How mm-hmm. are you a little bit different? I definitely think it taught me to be more intentional with mm-hmm. all with all of the time that I have. Because well, I'm about to leave in a few months, which right. is weird, but <laughs> that's a whole other. <laughs> issue but um like and being intentional with my relationships with people and the time I spend in the Lord because I've always known like oh it's a privilege to spend your daily quiet time with the Lord but now especially after seeing like how desperate they were to hear something about the gospel like that and like completely has changed me to where like every day I'm like this is my one 30 to 45 minutes I get to spend with the Lord and it's amazing and it really like sets me up for the rest of my day and then like to be intentional with my relationships because the people especially it was crazy to see the kids there mm. because they all kind of help each other right they because they all kind of come from the same scenario of not having much and so now when I'm here in little Plano Texas it's like everyone is kind of I don't think has that same intentionality with each other sure. And so that intention of being like, hey, like, how are you today? Like, just reaching out to people because we never know what's going on in someone's life and it kind of takes them opening up to you. And so I just want, I've been more intentional, like, letting people know, like, they can come to me with things. And because I don't think that's something I was doing good before the trip, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, And so being the intentional friend and having those intentional relationships and really, like, making sure all the time I spend with the Lord. I'm really getting the most out of it because um, this trip was incredible and like I don't want that to go to waste and I've seen been on trips before where like everyone's on fire for the Lord then you get home and it's the same and I just did not want that to be the case and I still like keep in touch with the people I went on the trip with which is awesome That's cool and we kind of like bounce off of each other and like ask how we're doing and it's crazy because the people I went on the trip with I was not really close to at all and now we like talk all the time and it's that experience together yes and it's something we can like bond over and I just don't want to lose like those relationships and how on fire we were for the Lord and then we get back here and we get in our comfort zone and that's it's just over yeah well it sounds like Uganda was a fantastic trip for you what would you say to a um a parent of a younger student thinking about mini master for their children mm-hmm. you know years from now um you know uh, did you ever think about mini master when you were a younger student here at pca um i think the only time i thought about it was in sixth grade when we had to write a research paper on it okay. so <laughs> i think that was the only really thought i had but then of course like in world impact day i've been here my mm-hmm. whole life so i've been to all the world impact days and like seeing the different flags walk across yeah. and then um seeing like the great commission at the end like where all the students go up and pray like i was like oh that's cool but never thought like i when the upper school students came to my class and i I was like oh i just get to like see cool kids like eat an orange like because we had oranges every year i don't really know why but that was like what world impact was for me and so then in eighth grade i was like oh wait this is like kind of starting to become a reality and like my ninth grade year i did local missions which was still great and i think for a parent's you know, freshmen, especially for freshman parents, they're not always going to get the best trips just because that's how it works. But right. also, like, that doesn't mean they can't, like, experience life change. Sure. Make the most of what you have. Exactly. Yeah. And so I I always hated mini-master sign-ups just because it's so stressful and you're like, oh, which one do I do? But I think knowing which one 
you are going on, like, anything can happen. God can move it anyway. It's something that's super important. Because, like, even local missions, I was still, like, moving for the Lord and saw him move. Um, so that's one thing I would say is, like, you probably will never be in the ideal situation when it comes to trips. Because, like, all the trips I've gone on, I don't think I knew that many people. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say, A, don't make it about friends. Because... Yeah. If you are so distracted about being with your friends and you don't pay attention you, to what the Lord is exactly, going on and like you, none of great. my close friends went to Uganda, mm-hmm. and but I can't imagine not have gone to Uganda. That's so awesome. that's one thing. Don't worry about what your friends are doing, and like if you don't get the trip you want, I would say don't be discouraged because God will always find a way to move, no matter where you go, whether you're doing local missions or Africa or Amazon, like wherever. Yeah. Um, just know that he moves. And also I would say save the big trip for your senior year. Okay. Because I will say, I think going to Uganda at any point would have been great, but the fact that it was my senior year and it's kind of the end of... extra special. Yeah, it kind of made it super. And the majority of students on the trip were seniors, and so getting to kind of share that with them was something that was super cool. Like, if you have the ability to go on other trips when you're... Like, I went to Prague when I was a sophomore, but, like, save, like, the big service trips I think for like your junior and senior year because it just makes it more special and I think you're more mature to like handle that and then because I would not have been able to handle Africa as a freshman so to see like the maturity and kind of know where your strengths and weaknesses lie I think as a senior and junior that's really important awesome Lowry thanks for the update and for the wise advice for our parents and students appreciate you all right. Hey, I've got uh, Cole Rumsey with me. He's a senior. And Cole, tell the uh, folks where you went on your mini-mester. Uh, this year, I went on the Miami mini-mester trip. Okay. And what kind of things did you get to do in Miami? Why was it special to you? Uh, to me, it was special for a couple of reasons. The uh, first is that we got to work with a couple of churches, uh, three. The first day, we went out and handed out a couple hundred flyers apiece. They were just door hanger flyers that we would put on the doors of some apartments in the area. And uh, what was neat about that was the church we were handing out flyers for is actually having church inside of a warehouse. And just to them, it didn't matter where church was, just that they got to gather as a community of yeah. believers, and yeah. they were growing. Just starting up, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, helping out. That's awesome. And then the second day, we worked at a Prestonwood Church plant, and we moved furniture for them and painted and just did a lot of things that would have taken a lot of man hours, but we had the people for us so we were able to do quickly. Love it. And the third day, when we got to the church, they didn't really have much for us to do so we kind of put ourselves to work uh did a lot of yard work actually and uh yeah that's awesome and then what was kind of the experience you said you got to go with your friend group yes sir so it was kind of my guy friend group went and it was kind of the last thing we're all going to be able to do together before we head off to college so we all really enjoyed it and we were talking about it one day at lunch that this was kind of our last thing together and so we really just enjoyed the rest of the time we had together and especially went to a Miami Heat basketball game. Nice. And just, we had a blast. <laughs> That's awesome. Got to go to the beach, I hope, right? Yes, sir. We went to the beach one day, just played football, threw the frisbee around, and laid out in the sun. That's so cool. Now, um, what other mini-muster trips have you been on in the four years that you've been in high school? So my freshman year, I went to Portland. Okay. Uh, that was a blast. And then my sophomore year, I went on the fly fishing leadership trip with Dr. Leinberger. Oh, neat. Very good. What what do you like when I when I say mini master to you now that you've been here for a few years, right, on your way out? What what are kind of the, some thoughts that you think, right, uh, as far as not just memories, but like why do you think it's an important part of what PCA does? 
Uh, I think it's an important part of what PCA does. One, because it gives it gave myself a feel for service, mm. serving others, seeing people face to face, stepping out of my comfort zone. It was just kind of a easy way to do that because I wasn't home where the fear of rejection or embarrassment was. Yeah. Um, but then also like personal growth, especially on my fly fishing trip that I went on, just time to really examine myself, examine ways I could become a better leader and just see some traits in other people that I wanted in my own life. Yeah, that's a great thought, right? Just the idea of service, because you can work, right? Like you can go work for your dad and he can pay you, or your dad can tell you to do something, you have to do it anyway. Yes, <laughs> and that's different though than going to a different community and just serving people, right, for the love of Christ. You, you don't get paid, in fact, you had to pay to go do it. Um, but that's just kind of a neat kind of, you know, aspect of uh, learning how to do these things and, and giving back to the community uh, at, at a larger thing. Um, no international trips for the time that you were here. Uh, no, sir. I didn't what, what was the What was the choice in that that you decided to stay domestic? Um, well, my freshman year, I had a baseball tournament the following week, so I had to stay kind of close. Okay. And then sophomore year, I had mock trial, so again, had to stay close. For so that some following other week. things that happen at the same time, because it is taking a week, right, right out of the spring. Yes, sir. Right, so a lot of spring athletes kind of have to take that into consideration. I know basketball, yes, right, their state finals would have been during mid-semester this year. So um, those are things that, you know, sometimes we don't even think about, but they make it more complicated, but it's still a great program that we do, uh, even though it's a it's a tough time to take a week and, and, you know, send our kids all over the globe. But any last thoughts on mini-semester for parents? Uh, just to uh, be mindful of, like your kids times with their friends because at the end of the day they're going to remember these trips with their friends mm -hmm. and building these lifelong bonds through serving other people and it's all because they're doing it for the love of christ it's the same thing that bonds you to the person you're serving as it is that bonds you to your friend that's pretty cool awesome well, i appreciate it cole thanks for your time all right i've got tate o'neill a sophomore with me and you went on the colorado springs trip tell us a little bit about what happened on that trip so in Colorado Springs, we served a church called First Southern Baptist Church. And what we did there was we kind of just kind of helped them like just reboot because due to COVID, their population has started declining a lot. Sure. So we wanted to just help them get back on their feet so they can reopen their doors. Mm. And they plan to reopen during Easter. So we want them to have a full house yeah. during Easter. Great. So what we did was we like uh, just helped them with little things around the church that they needed to get done, which would have taken them a lot longer to do mm -hmm. without us. So we like tore down a fence and we um, started like helping them rebuild the fence. And um, we did some touch up paint in the church that they needed. And we cleaned the windows and we planted mulch and we just did a lot of little things around the church that they needed just cleaning up wise. Love it. And so that was just a huge help to them. Yeah. And one morning also, uh, we handed out donuts and coffee Love it. to people who were driving by. Okay. And so it was meant to be like kind of a drive through thing, yeah. but we ended up just like handing them out. And it was really cool just to see like even people who didn't stop and just drove by, like we were holding up signs, we were like dancing and stuff. So just to put smiles on people's faces was really cool That's to be able fun. to do. Did you have a little bit so. of fun in Colorado Springs too? Oh, yes. Did you get to see some yes. of the beauty, Garden of the Gods and mm -hmm. things like that? Yeah, we got to see the Garden of the Gods mm. and we got to go to the Royal Gorge mm. and uh, just beautiful scenery there. And 
we also got to uh, go axe throwing and oh, yeah. did some archery and stuff. Yeah. So it was super fun. Being able how to do how were you at axe throwing? I was okay. okay. I didn't stick one, but okay. it's okay. Right. Well, maybe something to work on for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Right? Okay. And I heard that there was something else that happened on your trip, but kind of at an airport. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, on our way back, or as I was packing for the trip, mm-hmm. I had a Bible that I had actually gotten for somebody else, but I had never given it to them. Okay. So clearly God wanted me to use it for something else. Yeah, just that extra Bible. So I just took it on the trip. I was just like, why not? Mm Because God might lead me to someone to give it to. So the whole trip, didn't really see anyone to give it to or anything. And then, uh, so we had a connection flight from Colorado Springs to Denver Mm -hmm. and then from Denver back to Dallas. So on our, while we were waiting to board our connection flight, um, I had to charge my phone. So I went over to the charging station and I sat down and I was just on my phone. And like five minutes later, this girl comes and sits next to me and we're sitting there for a couple of minutes. And she asks me, she's like, hey, is there a mask mandate in this place? And I was like, <laughs> well, I don't really know. I've seen signs that there are, but I don't really see a lot of people wearing them. So that just sparked a conversation between us nice. and we just got into a conversation about her life and my life and like what we were doing there. Sure. And uh, so she had a pretty dramatic like back life and uh, she, it would be really hard for her to believe that mm-hmm. there is a God out there who loves her. Mm. Um, so I asked her like if she was religious or anything and she said she grew up Jewish and she didn't really like keep up with it mm-hmm. and she didn't really care. And so um, on the flight, once we boarded, I got out that Bible and I uh, started just writing the gospel message in it for her. And um, I put like some Bible verses in there that Uh she could look at and uh, a couple like Christian songs for her to listen to possibly. And um, I just wrote the gospel in there for her. And uh, when I was talking to her in the airport, we had exchanged numbers and stuff. And uh, so I texted her and I said, wait for me when you get off. And so I went and we got off and I gave the Bible to her and she was just overwhelmed with joy. And mm. it was really just cool to see um, just the joy that God can bring yeah. in certain situations. Like I thought my trip was over. I was like, eh, I didn't give this Bible to anyone. It's okay. And at the last second, Bible. yeah, at the last second, someone showed up. And it's just crazy how God can use just crazy situations. Yeah. And just because, like, our flight uh, actually got delayed. So I would have had, like, a lot less time to charge my phone and to be able to talk to her as much as I did. We yep. talked for, like, an hour. And so it was really cool just to be able to do that. Yeah, that's a divine appointment. Who knows? We might see her in eternity. Yeah. Kind of cool. Great. Kate, thanks for telling us about your trip.